Welcome to the Product Business Podcast. This is your number one podcast for the tips, actions, and insights to make more money from your products while enjoying your life. I'm your host, Amy Wenslow. Let's dive right in. Everyone, I have a confession to make. I have always loved a good puzzle, a mystery, a problem, and I find them kind of fascinating. So from the time I was a little kid working on jigsaw puzzles to today, I've always been looking at the relationships between things and how do the shapes of these things fit together and the colors, the textures, how does everything fit to make it be a cohesive whole and a beautiful picture, right, and a, and a beautiful thing including a beautiful business. And I got sucked in this week. I have to freely admit I was fascinated by a couple things I was seeing in a few of the products that we're working with and a few of the the pages that we've been working on. And I started noticing some patterns of things that were out of place or off balance and that weren't really maximizing the results and that weren't really driving the success of the business that we were were working with for that. And I got really intrigued. So my confession is this. I love a good mystery and I love a puzzle. So I pulled out some tools that we use to kind of look at this problem from a new angle, from a new position, almost like when you're starting a jigsaw puzzle, most of you have probably got some sort of system that you use if you like puzzles. And mine is always, okay, I start with the edges because having something common in common from one piece to the other in terms of shape lets me focus on how the colors fit together. So I like to do the edges first. And then I group the pieces based on color families. And that lets me focus on the shapes, right? So when I eliminate one variable, I can see the other one. Well, that's what we were doing with some of the tools that we've been using to solve this one mystery and this this uh, head scratcher and to figure out what to do next. We were eliminating variables and testing for another one and, and moving pieces around and, and seeing how they relate to each other. And so I got to thinking about all the ways this works. And one of the best examples was years ago, I was doing a product line and we were going to sell to Michael's Craft Stores. And they had a big annual meeting coming up, and we had this opportunity to pitch to sell a certain category of product. And frankly, we didn't know what we were going to show them. We didn't know what to design. And we just knew we had this opportunity, and we had about six months to pull it together. So we went into action, and we have a a clearly defined process for what we were doing. But we started with going out and we, we left our offices because the newness that we needed wasn't going to come from sitting in our own environment and doing what we knew to do in the closed way. It had to be something fresh. And so we went and we sought out fresh. And what we did is two of us went out into the wilds of Los Angeles all over the city and we looked every place we knew that there might be the seed of an early trend. 
something that caught our eye, that caught our attention, that wasn't fished out, meaning it wasn't um, marketed everywhere already. It wasn't so um, saturated that there wasn't any opportunity left, but we could see the seed of something starting and we could help that grow and mainstream it. So we were looking at all these different places, right? We went to museums. I remember looking at uh, rock music clubs and on Melrose and down in Beverly Hills. And for anybody who doesn't know Los Angeles, Melrose is, is where trendy shops are, young, fashionable, kind of cool, kind of hip. Um, Beverly Hills has a more established crowd, but it's got a luxury feel. And there's certain parts that sort of intersect the two. And then we were looking at the, the rock clubs, because that's a bit underground, and we were, we were all over the city, not just in stores, but looking at what's going on on the street and what's going on in advertising and all of these pieces, and letting it kind of cook together like a gigantic pot of soup, right, and seeing what can we move through, what can we kind of sift out of this, right? So this went on for not very long, a few days few weeks, about a week at the most, right? And then we pulled together all the the background data, the visuals, and, and put it together in a way that made sense. And we were talking about design directions. We decided the design direction, and then we went into action. Now, there's a whole journey when you go into action, right? There's the ups and the downs, and and we had to actually leave our city and go to visit manufacturers. All kinds of things, all kinds of adventure happened in the implementation. And when you are creating a business, that's kind of what it is, right? There's the moment where you launch and you leave what you've known. You you have your plan and you're implementing it, right? But the plan itself evolves. But the plan has to be there for you to have a start point. And what we were doing is following our process, getting it ready, working through the different kinks in a really, really streamlined way. Now, if you don't have a streamlined process, you you tend to wander. And believe it or like this is an insane statistics. The Pinal Center for Entrepreneurial um, Dynamics did a study that said that the, the, all their research after looking at 800 entrepreneurs is that if you had a plan, you had a written plan, right, you were 250% more likely to get into business and to be able to grow it. That's insane, 250% more likely, right? So it's really critical, but it's not something that I really love to do. I, I Like to sit down to write a business plan, I have a con- second confession of the day, I've never written a business plan. However, what I love is an operational plan. I love a what I call a product plan. And the reason I love it is it's action-oriented. It's not something that takes me a long time to generate. And I can see the path, right? Now, 
those plans can then be rolled up. They can be put into a larger business plan because it's the action items related to the product line, the sales, the marketing, all of those juicy pieces. And it's very cost effective to do, right? It gives you a lot of momentum, a lot of speed. So when we were doing this product line that ultimately sold to Michael's, we did 250 items start to finish in seven months from the, oh my gosh, we have no idea what what to design, to done and orders being placed for volume product to be shipped to the stores. 250 items start to finish like that. Now, Michaels ended up buying 122 of the styles. 122 styles, that's close to 50% of the styles that were ever designed were purchased. That is a massive, massive percentage. And then on top of that, we had good profit margin in it, and those little $4 items, $4 retail items, yeah, $2.5 million in sales in the first year. The process is what led us be able to do that much, that fast, without absolutely losing our minds. And I think that one of the biggest areas that you should look when you're up to moving quickly with speed and and be super cost effective in your business is to think about how can you do an operational plan really fast that doesn't take you a lot of time, isn't super complicated, is fun, and is very action-oriented. So that's really where we focus, right? And one of the things that I know to be true is that a quick plan like that is massively improved over no plan at all. So studies are, are showing it, and the probabilities, the statistics actually show it. So once you have a vision of the what you're building, that's when a plan of your how, how are you going to execute on it, comes in. And that's really what a product plan is. So when you're thinking about a product plan, think action steps, your milestone, like all of those pieces, and put them together with a really good process. What I'd love for you to do, if this sounds interesting to you and you're fascinated about it or you're even curious at all, or frankly, you have no plan and you really need to get one, go over to our website, pick up the new ebook that we just put out. It's available for free for a limited time. The website where you can get that is turnproductsintoprofits.com. So turn, T-U-R-N, products, P-R-O-D-U-C-T-S, into, which is I-N-T-O, Profits, P-R-O-S-I-T-S dot com, and get a free copy of the ebook. I also made a very, very, very special offer. So over in that website, after you look at the ebook, you can actually pick up our planning process of how we've created massive value in businesses for an insanely low price. We've literally never offered it before at anything close to this. So I would really encourage you to go pick up a copy of the ebook if you haven't 
put together a product plan, if you don't know the sequence of steps or if you're in a large company and you need to turn something around because it went a little sideways, it is a perfect, perfect resource for you. With that, everyone, stay tuned. We'll be back with the next episode soon. You have just listened to the Product Business Podcast with me, your host, Amy Wenslow. Subscribe, review, and share our podcast on Apple iTunes, Podcasts, or Google Play. Until next time.